Hello, and welcome back to the Treat Yourself podcast. Sorry for the little delay. We had some busy things going on. You know, we were booling up. We just want to make a really good one for this time. And now, you know, it's just me and Jackson. What's going on? What's going on? We're down to two. Me <laughs> so and you. So there was two. So, kind of like, it's, you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like the survivor yes you know I mean? it is yeah like yeah. I, we both found hidden immunity idols and now we're just we're just praying on the on the jury we're praying on the jury to make the right decision yeah but you know but, if i was on survivor i would give you like i wouldn't give you like half of the money i win i'll give you like three percent like i'll give you a tip like a waitress like a tip well yeah. how much is it, how much money is it like a million dollars i think it's a million but I would give you, I wouldn't give you 20% because that's like, that's a lot. That's heavy. a lot. Like, that's a lot. You don't deserve 20%. You deserve 3%. I, I mean, like to make it that far, I think at least over 5%. Yeah. All right. So yeah. today, you know, on the podcast, we've got the, our English teacher interview, which is, I think probably the interview of the year. Yeah, and now we're just going to, you know, it's a little late, but I think we have some value takes on the NBA trade deadline. Yep. Yep, yep. So, you know, <laughs> a lot of things went down. And a lot of people, like, in my opinion, a lot of people were like, oh, my God, biggest trade deadline ever because of, like, Kyrie and Kevin Durant. It's like, this is, some, this is pretty weak. This is pretty weak. I mean, what do you think? Um, I mean, considering those two, um, I would say a lot of role players moved around. I wouldn't say any stars really moved around. So I wouldn't say it's weak. I would say it's a little it's, under solid. I mean, it's just lackluster. Yeah, I mean. No team sense. is going to be, like, really affected. Well, I mean, I think once the Mavs figure out, like, what the deal is going on, because they have yet to figure out who's going to take the last shot. But I think yeah. – and I also think the Suns have benefited a lot because, you know, it's Kevin Durant, really. Yeah, but he's always so. injured, and he's like a little snake. I hate that guy. I mean, in a sense, he is a snake. Not really, but I mean, if you were in his position, I, I mean, if I were in his position, I would go to the Warriors too, but. Yeah. It's just like, he doesn't like, not bro, Kyrie and Kevin they don't like fit that. You know what I mean? Like, bro, when you're building a team, you want to put players on a team that like fit the main star. And like, now he's the main star and it's like, what is Devin Booker? Like, is he just like a, an yeah. assistant player? Yeah, I'm I'm curious to see how that's gonna work now because I don't think Devin Booker's gonna really like that just because like he's the he's the guy, you know. Yeah, so. no, he was so tough. Like 2021 yeah. when they went to the finals, like I really thought like he was the next superstar. Yeah. And Chris Paul, like I really thought that him and DeAndre Aiden were gonna run the league for years to come, but yeah. it just didn't work out. Like yeah, that. guess not. So let's let us let us like give let's go over a couple trades and then give each other like let's give it a grade. Like, okay. you know, like A plus, F minus, you know, A, you know how it works. And yeah, then like, gotcha, gotcha. let's say like the reason why. All right. Um, well, we kind of just did this. Let's go like Bucks, Pacers, Bucks, Jake, get the Jake Crowder. And then the Pacers receive George Hill, Serge Ibaka, Jordan, whatever, and three future. And uh, wait, what, who else is in? Oh, this is one trade. Yeah. Oh my God! And then the Suns get Kevin Durant, and the Nets get Mikel Bridges and Cameron Johnson. So who yeah, do you think? Like, 
Who do you think won the trade? Um, well, to be honest with you, it, it's between two teams, really. I mean, obviously the Suns, you get Kevin Durant. And, I mean, I know TJ Warren, he had that crazy bubble, like, yeah. phenomenon performance. But, I mean, I still think he's a solid role player. No. But um, I also think the Brooklyn Nets uh, did pretty well in this because you look at it, you, they got Mikel Bridges and Cameron Johnson, arguably two of the best wings in the league. I'd say probably top 15. And they got a ton of first-round picks from that. So, I mean, like, their future, although although they, like, they don't have, you could say, any stars at the moment, but I think in the future, it's it, they'll either get a good star that or it's good trade assets. So, so I th- I completely agree with you, like, but I don't think, I think, you know, the Suns actually lost, like, KD, whatever, he's pretty good, but, I mean, he's all right, he's, he's, he's a couple, one MVP, whatever, but I think the Nets won that trade, and I'll tell you why, the, you remember when the Sixers were, like, doing that process thing, you know, it was like, everybody everybody loved the process, yeah. I like the process. You know, what did they do a process? Yes, they did a process. Mm-hmm. Did they succeed in the process? Nah. I mean, like they got Joel Embiid. Like Joel Embiid was is a, gonna be like he's a star. Mm-hmm. I think the Nets are gonna do the process. They're gonna have a process and they're gonna succeed. If you look, if you suck for like three years. Right, you yeah. suck for a couple mm-hmm. years, and you and you excel at those first round picks. Mm-hmm. Like your whole starting lineup is going to be full of first round picks that could be MVPs, and I think yeah. that's like that. You should never be trading for good old players. You should be trading for first round picks. You should never mm-hmm. try and like buy out players. Like you should try and build your own team. I feel like that's like so much more satisfying, rewarding, and the probability yeah. of that being successful is more likely. Yeah. That's why, like, um, so you're saying, in a sense, you don't, like, no win-now mode. You want to, like, have a process. Yes. Dude, to, like, because, get there. Because it is, one, it's a satisfying reward, like, the the way of, um, like, in the future, when you become good, it will be for a longer time because all your good players will be at the same age, and they'll be all on cheap contracts. Yeah. So you can okay. keep on repeating that process. But if you're, like, the Suns and have like Kevin Durant is kind of old and you might want to re-sign him, but you have Devin Booker who is younger. You are in a big dilemma. Like you are win now. It is bust or it is win or go home. So yeah. the value of the Nets is way higher. And plus, Michael Bridges is kind of good. Like yeah, kind of good. And Cam, I Cam mean, Johnson is pretty good too. He scored forty-five points against the Heat, which is like you right. have a really solid right. defense. I'm just saying. I defense defense is a big thing for Miami. So like yeah, I mean like I'm not gonna lie, like I don't really know what's going on with the Heat. Like it's I, a tough it situation, man. Because, it is because look, Jimmy. I'm not gonna lie, like he is one of my favorite players. But thinking about it now, like it is time to win. Like you, I don't think we're gonna win this year. Like I think we'll first round playoffs maybe. Like we're gonna make the playoffs, but I don't know if we'll win the first round. Probably not. But next year, it's going to either – that's going to be the year where it's like, if we don't get off to a hot start, goodbye. Yeah. Well, currently right now, the Heat are in a, uh, the plan right now. And, like, the Hawks are playing pretty well. I'm not too worried against the Wizards in, like, Charlotte. So, you 
I wouldn't really worry about those two teams, but Hawks are pretty – they still get a really talented roster. I, th- I think we're a pretty good playoff team, though. Like, I think if we want to play well, we can. It's just that we're trying to kind of finger finger figure things out, you know, with Kevin Love and yeah. stuff. And it's like, whatever. Yeah. But, yeah, that's, that's how cool. I, I, would yeah. Give, I would give the Nets an A. I would give the Suns probably like a B. Mm-hmm. And then the Bucks, I don't really know what you were trying to do there. Like, I get the well, Jake Carter thing. Yeah. He fits their play style. But, mm-hmm. like, I don't really get giving up the picks. And so, I mean, you guys gave up so much just to get George, Jay Crowder. Well, they gave up. Okay, well, Ibaka, they, gave the, they gave the Pacers, uh, Ibaka and George. Well, they gave Ibaka, George Hill, and Jordan Nawara, and then the three future second round picks, and then they also gave Phoenix two second round picks. Which it, I mean, it is a lot for just like Jay Crowder. Did you so. like? I get that, Jay. Like. Jay Crowder, when we were in the bubble, when he were in the bubble, like, he was yeah. a huge part. Like, he yeah. – what he did for our team, yeah, it, it, he may have missed a couple of threes here and there. But, man, he was – he – when we were trying to stop Giannis, he was a huge part of that. So, yeah. I really think that he'll play a huge part. But I don't know if it's worth those second-round picks. I mean, you can get a lot yeah. in second-round picks. Yeah, I mean, he, he also was a really key piece when Phoenix made yeah. it to the finals. But, I mean – to give up th- those three players, which are pretty solid role players, and all those picks, I don't think it was really worth it. But, I mean, he does fit the play style in Milwaukee very well. So, I mean, I, I guess I would give that – I would give it a, I would give it a C-plus or a B for that, for that trade right there. Yeah. I, yeah. I, yeah. That makes sense. All right. You want to do the – what trade you want to do next? I think we should do the Lakers trade Westbrook. I like yeah, that. Yeah, let's, let's do it. All right. So, recap this trade. Westbrook goes to the Jazz. Um, the Lakers get D'Angelo Russell, and the Timberwolves receive Conley and a couple second-round picks. And, mm-hmm. I mean, like, it's like tra- trading, like, it's trading the same value, but they might fit different in different places. Like, mm-hmm. I felt the trade was pretty equal. Like, I didn't see, like, a clear winner. Because I think that, like, can you agree with this, that Mike Conley, Daniel Russell, and Russell Westbrook right now are all – they're not the same player, but yeah. I would think they're all, like, the same thing. Yeah. I mean, like, right now I would say – I wouldn't say it's, like, a clear winner, but I'd say the winner of it would be the Lakers only because, well, D'Angelo Russell, he has been playing good, but also Jared Vanderbilt and oh my Mc, God. Malik He's, Beasley, they both have been playing great for the Lakers. They've been helping them out a lot. So I think – I would say that the Lakers are a clear winner in this. I mean, Russell Westbrook, he's on the Clippers now. So, I mean, he's doing his thing. He's like, I wouldn't say he's back to his old self, but he's doing like a lot better. I know he's only played a few games with the Clippers, but he's doing better. And then, are you really watching those games? Like, I I always think, like, I I see like a, I'll be, I'll see like a couple games. I'll be like, Westbrook's playing terrible. And I'll see a couple other games where I'm like, man, Westbrook is back to his old self. And I just like never know what's going on. I mean, like, I wouldn't say, like, he's back, but I'd be, like, he's in a better environment just because, like, he said, like, he didn't feel, like, the same, like, he didn't feel wanted when he was on the Lakers. And, like, it's a tough situation from, like, for the Lakers just because, like, I know the team he's on now is in L.A., but, like, the Lakers have, like, 10 times more, like, eyes on them. And I know he's an yeah. NBA player, but still, it's, like, 
it's it's They're a tough weak. situation. Yeah, I also kind of feel you know who's he's not part of this trade, but he kind of is. I kind of feel bad for John Wall. Like oh yeah, rough scenario, man. Mm-hmm. Playing with a good team and then just gets traded back to the team he hated. Like, yeah. dude, I also you know the thing about John Wall. I watched all these interviews with him, and he kind of just feels you know what I feel about him. I think he's a cocky guy. Really? Yeah. Hey, I see this one where it's like there's they're you know they're talking about like um that Kentucky team and, he, and they're talking about like oh yeah Kentucky exactly. like you go play college basketball there and the conditioning's pretty hard. Yeah. And then he's like, you know, I get up at six six a.m. and stuff, and I go run, and I would be wheezing, and sometimes I wouldn't finish, but you know, Coach K still gotta play me, and I'm like, dude. Calabar, Coach Calabar. Yeah, I mean. Oh yeah, Coach Calabar. Yeah, I mean that is a problem, like for players that are like, have always like been dominating their entire career. You could say they've always been the, the number one option, and like, they know like if they're gonna play or not, regardless, like regardless of what they do, it doesn't really matter because the coach's got to play them because they're so good. But I mean, like, John Wall's situation. You've heard him. We've heard him talk about how like. He was somewhat suicidal when he was in Houston just because of, like, the whole environment and the organization wasn't that great. So, I mean, like, I'm really curious to see what he's going to do now because he he hasn't played as a Houston Rocket yet, so. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I, yeah. I mean he's not going to play for them. Like, he hates yeah. that franchise. Yeah. He, he's going to get a buyout, but I, like, yeah. it's like everybody's, like, catering to Russell Westbrook. You know, I, yeah. that's how I feel. It's like, dude sucks. Yeah, I mean – like, I, I I just think the Lakers really won this one just because, like, the, the pieces they got. And also, like, just the free agency in general. Like, they got those three players, but they also got Mo Bamba, who's also – Yeah, Mo I Bamba, mean, I think he's underrated. He's, he's, like, a really – he's a good shot blocker, and he's, like, really good in the post. So, like, I just think that was also a really good piece to help Anthony I just, Davis. I just don't see how the so. Timberwolves could be bad anymore. Like, how are it's, they bad? It's 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 interesting because I didn't really think the whole double center thing was gonna work, but then I looked at it. I was like, well, Gobert's got his defense and Cat's got his offense. It could be like a good one-two punch, but like it really they haven't clicked at all. Which is yeah. like, I've, yeah. you haven't really seen like a big man duo like that before. So I mean, like, it's interesting. Wait, um, so wait, does Culver play? Col- Jer Culver is either a center or is either a small forward? No, I think it's you got well now you got Conley Edwards. I think Jaden McDaniels. Oh, Jaden McDaniels, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, then Cat and Gobert. So, bro, you know, I always hear like, wait, was Anthony Edwards a starter in the All Star game? No, he wasn't. How was he in reserve. the All Star game? I well, he he was an injury reserve, but um, oh. I don't know if you watched the All Star selections. LeBron picked him first as a reserve. That was his first pick. What? Yeah. What? Like, he sucks, I feel like. I don't know. I wouldn't say he sucks. I mean, like, he's just... They should I, be killing people. Like, how, they they, really how Conley's good, too. Like... Yeah, it's not like he's bad. He's he's he, actually he's really solid. Sorry. So, yeah. I mean, it's weird. I mean, it's just I, it's just like one of those teams where, like, you think on paper they look really good. It's like, but they're just not like doing their thing. It's like the the like the 2011 uh Lakers. And they, yes, like, they had like Carmelone and Gary Payton. Yeah, that's yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, I mean, 
Yeah, I don't think they'll – I don't know if they're in the playoffs right now, but, like, if they do, I don't think they will go far just because I don't think their chemistry is there. But um, so, before we get to our next trade, I just want to say kind of an under underrated, like, trade that kind of went down. Um, the Raptors, they've been really struggling at the center position. Like, they've had Scotty play the center – Scotty Barnes play the center position and also Siakam, but they picked up Yaka Pirtle. He's also like he's very solid. Yeah, he's he, it's like a double double every night. He um I think like him in San Antonio really helped it helped like his career and like his skills and everything because you know Greg Popovich is a great coach. So I think that was a really underrated trade that went on just because the Raptors were struggling at the center position. Does he start over Boucher? Yeah, I think Proper. Boucher. I think Boucher comes oh, off Boucher. the bench. Yeah. Boucher. Yeah, that's yep. key. All right, so see you at the next segment with uh, our English teacher. Yep. Yep. All right, that was cute. All right, so this is Treat Yourself with our first interview we got here today. It's me, Robbie, Jackson, Ian, and our guest, Mr. Walsh. Yeah, that's yeah. me. Yeah, you got anything? Give us a little fun fact about you, Mr. Walsh. I'm a teacher. False. A, wow, that's oh, very shit. rude. A poet, an author, and an amateur strongman and powerlifter. Did you talk about the drug dealing? No, I didn't mention that. that. Is this what you're trying to do, is catch me? No, we're not trying to catch you. That's actually the opposite. for posterity. That's actually the opposite of what we're doing. We're just trying to find out how great you are. Yeah, Yeah. thanks. We're trying to, you know, bring your poems to light. Trying to get people to read them. Great. All right, so I guess I'll start off with our first question. Um, Who do you think you are? (laughs) <laughs> who do I think I am? Um, that's a really big question. Everyone should be asking themselves, you know, who am I? You should be interrogating this every single day. And you know what? I don't exactly know who I am. I think when I was younger, I thought I had a clear idea of who I am. But everything you learn, you realize you don't know anything about yourself. So I'm still trying to figure out who I am. That was the lamest answer ever. That's a real answer, though. I know. That like, was, I, didn't, I just wasn't expecting that. That's some real that. shit right there. What were you expecting me to be like... Shut up, Bobby yeah, Knuckles! Yes, I, I was thinking that. All right. Um, I guess we'll go next. Um, you are the first place champion for the World's Strongest Manatee. What True. What's your <laughs> preparation going into that? Uh, you know, that was an interesting competition because a few months prior to that, I competed in Florida's Strongest Man, and I got third place. Mm-hmm. And so I was kind of, kind of perpetually in strongman prep. So at that point in my life, I was training, uh, you know, four times a week, but doing strongman-specific activities every Saturday for, like, four or five hours every Saturday, getting really good at atlas stones, log press, yoke walk, deadlift, (laughs) farmer's walk. I was doing that every week, so kind of just constantly prepared. Like, if I wanted to sign up for a strongman competition for this weekend, I would be kind of prepared. I think I would do okay. Oh, so just, like, basic, like, simple stuff. Yeah, just, like, strongman has um, specific events, and every strongman competition might have different variations of those events, but you know you'll always have an atlas stone kind of thing, uh, a deadlift, a farmer's walk, a yoke, and some other kind of weird endurance I feel like you event. just named farmer's tools and applied like a, like a certain exercise to it. Kind of. That's kind of like what strongman is. It's like, yeah, why are they so on like unconventional movements? That's the point. The point is that like 
okay, a barbell is made to be lifted, right? Yeah. yeah. It's, it's efficient. It is distributed evenly. In strongman, nothing is distributed evenly. It's weird because that tests a different kind of strength. With barbell sports, you can get really good at moving a barbell and you might not be able to apply that strength to like a keg or a sandbag or an atlas stone in the way that a strongman can. Okay. Does that make sense? Not really. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. It makes sense. It's just lame. What about it is lame? It's like, why would I want to do something odd when I could just do something even? Like, you know what I'm saying? I kind of like that explanation. Uh, So, uh, why do you want to be so strong? What are you compensating for? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, really big, hard-hitting question there, ID. Uh, I was always interested in being strong when I was a little kid. I think like a lot of kids get really yeah. interested in World Strongest Man competitions, like on ESPN. You just watch these on, the on Christmas Day on, on the... ESPN Ocho. Yeah. We grew up loving professional wrestling, and those guys were all big and strong. So a lot of American boys become obsessed with strength at an early age. And then I wrestled for my whole childhood and into my senior year of high school. And then... From there, I was like, what do I do with myself and my athletic ambitions? So I just started lifting weights. Am I, what am I compensating for? We're all compensating for a lot of shit. But, but wouldn't you say end. that you're like fake wrestling? Because real wrestling is throwing people through tables and ladders and chairs. Yeah, very and good And you're point. just like, yeah. you know, maybe like grabbing getting... Grabbing another dude. Yeah, yeah, grabbing a dude on a mat, getting some cauliflower ear. True. How many yeah, so right. Wow. Fast <laughs> questions coming at me. <laughs> I have an older brother and a younger sister. And did you fight with your older brother? Of course. My older brother was a very good wrestler. He was a better wrestler than I was. He was state champion in Connecticut. And uh, he used to beat me up pretty pretty decisively. I think now it might be more even because I'm in much better shape than him. But, you know, yeah, he um, could still probably beat me up. So I think this is a real question where you're going to have to take a deep dive. If So... If this is reality, mm-hmm. what is the matrix? Uh, what kind of matrix are, are you referring to? I mean, I think that's up to you. Uh, I think he's referring to the one with Keanu Reeves. Uh, okay, so the movie no. The Matrix. No, no, no. Because no. <laughs> I know that there's another... What uh, is the matrix? If this is reality, like what is... Like, is this rea- an Andrew is- Tate reference? No, I'm just saying, what is reality? <laughs> okay. What is reality? Well, philosophers have been trying to figure that out for a very long time. I don't think I have any more insight than any of those really smart people. I don't think we're in a matrix. I think, unfortunately, this is it. This is real. I think the further we, the further we delve into technology and the further we delve into the world of our phones and the world of social media and becoming one with the technology, then we'll have issues with reality. You know, like once VR, not Vaughn, but actual <laughs> VR, once that becomes a big integrated part of our lives, I think we'll have a harder, we'll have a harder time separating what is real and what is not real. So but right now, this is real. Follow up question. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, I, you know, I get into loopholes at night. You know, like I'll just like watch YouTube. Like any Gen Zer. Yeah. All right. It's a Gen Z. I don't know. Is that a disc or something? But... It is. It's a disc. All right. So when I saw this video of this guy, he said. That when he's like a he smokes marijuana, he said that when he smokes marijuana so much that he can't tell what reality is. Mm-hmm. Do you think that it will be a, that you said that you'll think that you think that's going to be a case in the future? Yeah, I mean, I think that people are all, always trying to change their relationship to reality, which is why people love to use drugs. I mean, drugs are very popular and they've been very popular since the beginning of humanity, right? We've always used drugs to escape reality or to change our reality. Yeah. So I don't think it's going to be 
different than just that pursuit of modifying what is this world right now. And we do it by like watching TV, that's kind of escaping reality. Watching a movie, listening to something, right? If the any moment that you're not engaged in this reality right now, like we're doing talking to each other, I think isn't trying to escape. Mm. So I don't know. What what is reality? I don't know. Thought you had an answer. Alright. Alright, um speaking on the topic of reality, mm-hmm. you're a meta world. Um <laughs> Do you see yourself in a few years being a part of the meta world? <laughs> I really hope not. I really, really hope not. Do you guys see yourself being a part of the meta world? I mean, what is the meta world? Nah. Oh, it's a weird know. virtual reality, like, Facebook Sounds thing, like you right? know about it. Yeah, I know what it is. Of course I know what it is. But you act like you don't we participate. are the experts. I think you guys might probably know more than I do, because I try to avoid thinking about it, because it really depresses me. Yeah, I think there's so many issues in this real world that we could be addressing, and rather than retreating to a fake world, we could be thinking about how do we solve these major global issues. And I don't think that virtual reality is gonna solve these things. But you have you played like um, games in like PS4 or VR? No, I have not. Have you? Yeah. It's, it's dope. Fun. It's pretty fun. So uh, one of these big uh, issues is uh-huh. uh, environmental. Like You're right. We're getting shit on. Big time. And uh, so what are you doing about the Fortnite <laughs> patch? That, what are you doing? That's a great question. I try very hard to not create a ton of plastic waste. I mean, as you can see, I have my own reusable bowl. Um, I try not to buy bottled water, stuff like that. I have a refillable. Well, I mean, there's like very basic things, though. What am I doing? Probably not enough, besides just the basic stuff that we all should and could be doing. Um, but yeah, that thing, that scares me. Our environment being destroyed by our wastefulness scares me a lot. And I don't know what the hell we're going to do about it if we just keep consuming and consuming and consuming. So, yeah. Let's get off the... (laughs) Shut up, Ian. Let's talk about dumb stuff. It's kind of depressing. Um, So, I think my next (laughs) question would be, what is mentalism? I don't know. What is... Oh! Is that that weird... (laughs) Is that that, like, trying to... I, isn't mentalism the thing where you manipulate people through sort of old school tactics? Isn't that what it is? Like you could say. No, I'm asking you the question. <laughs> mentalism is like saying that you can talk with dead people, and then you like use these certain tricks in order to. Isn't it? I don't know. I'm, why? Why didn't you just look it up before this. you asked me these questions? You're supposed to know it. Hold on, I'm going to tell you right now. Mentalism, the theory You're that right. physical and psychological phenomena are ultimately. Explicable only in terms of a creative and interpretive mind? What? That's... Okay. Mentalism (laughs) is a performing art in which practitioners known as mentalists use their mental skills and intuitive abilities to interpret body language, behavior, and energy. So, did you paraphrase that? So, what I know as mentalism is that it's these people who perform, like, mentalist tricks where they can say that they like i could say i know what you're thinking right now mm-hmm. and the way that they do it is by interpreting like your body language i can't do it i've never pro i've never claimed to be a mentalist but there are definitely people who would be like i know that you're thinking of the number or i know what number you're thinking of and then they would say it and it, they would be right because they have a series of tricks to interpret mm. what kind of numbers people would be thinking and it's like oh it always turns out that it's 56 so follow-up question mm-hmm. do you believe in that that that's like an actual real tactic to life. Like in the sense that like, say, you know, I'm a bank robber, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if, say Jackson is um, 
a lady who is working at the bank. I'm like, give this is the passcode, one three seven eight. And he taught. Is that a way? Like hypnotism. Hip, I mean, isn't that mentalism? Uh, yeah. I mean, I would say that that would be a hard way to rob a bank because I, feel like it's I too think too time consuming. Yeah. Yeah. You need to like be engaged. Have you guys seen people get hypnotized before? Yes, yeah, coolest thing in the world. It's amazing, right? But for you to be hypnotized, you have to be willing to be hypnotized. And I don't think that that lady at the bank would be, like, willing to be hypnotized. Or you could try, like, a Jedi mind trick. Those work sometimes. That's kind of like... Kind, Jedi mind tricks and hypnotism are kind of similar. Are you saying that Star Wars is real? It's real in the sense that it's a real movie made by George Lucas, yeah. That's the, no, but, like, he, the world like, of Star is, Wars. Could a lightsaber be somewhere <laughs> far, far away? Is there a Tatooine? I don't think so. I think there are probably places like it, but I think it's weird that there's also just humans out in Star Wars. How yes. come humans exist? But it's the, they're the minority. Yeah, but it's weird. Like, why would humans be there? Well, it's what? the same thing like in uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. There's no Earth, so... Yeah, where are they from? Like, no other intelligent life form would look exactly like us. So it's weird that in Star Wars, in this land far, far away, there are people that look exactly like us. Isn't yeah. that weird? I think if George had a higher budget, he could have... Made, just made Wait, us but, look a little bit different. But yeah. do you think Luke needs oxygen? <clears throat> How does anyone breathe in these, in Star Wars? Well, I mean, you don't really is see... Is every planet, like... You don't really see... Yeah, I mean, much. yeah. Every planet is ha habitable for yeah, humans? I guess that's, so. Where was the Death Star? Where do you think the Death Star was made? <laughs> yeah, that's a big thing, too. Did they make it on a planet and then fly it up? Because isn't the Death Star, like, bigger than a planet? It is. Yeah, I think it's, it's like a planet size. It's, 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 it's a moon, and then in the new movie, in the newer movie, the planet, other yeah. one was yeah. God, these got that's so many resources. What a waste, right? Yeah, it's same I mean, thing that I mean, we do here. We build stuff to destroy stuff. So another mm -hmm. question: Who wins, the evil empire or the Nazis? The evil empire. Uh, they have a Death Star. The Nazis yeah. have a Death Star. Who do you and think they got has more? Uh, who do you think is more dedicated to their cause? The Nazis or the evil <laughs> empire? Yeah, I the think, Nazis. Yeah. I mean, you yeah. think they're more disciplined and more... Who's a better leader, Darth Vader? Well, yeah, okay. the thing about the, the Empire, I don't, I'm not like a super huge Star Wars guy. I used to be when I was a kid, but they didn't have like a scapegoat, right? The Nazis had this scapegoat, which is that anyone who is not fit to live, anyone who is not of like able-bodied Aryan blood mm -hmm. is not meant to exist. Did the, the Empire didn't really have that. They were just kind of like, we're going to go around fucking oh, they, doing but stuff. No, but their goal was to create stability, I think. Didn't they, like, send out these poets to, like, connect, uh, like, the entire... Uh, I think they like, just everything. wanted order, like, control yeah. over yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, but it was very strict, you know? Yeah, but it's different. I think the Nazis had, like, a plan of extermination. I, I guess the Empire did destroy an entire planet, though. Yeah. But... Naboo. Is that what it was called? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Naboo. Yeah, it was Naboo. Naboo. All right. Yeah. I don't know. That's a, no, I, I guess, are they supposed to be Nazis? Is that like a thing that George... I don't know. Does? I don't you know. Ask George that. So. Interesting. Is George well, here? Well, when you guys get him on, the, on your podcast... Who's George? Lucas. Washington. Yeah. Staying on the track of movies, I guess. Um, sure. I don't know if you've seen the Harry Potter films. They're pretty good. Um, <laughs> what house would you go into? I don't know anything Slytherin, about Harry Slytherin, Potter, Slytherin. but I've been told so, not Slytherin, something else. I've been, I've been told Hufflepuff. So you're really? definitely a Hufflepuff. He's a Ravenclaw. No, he's Ravenclaw. That's he's a Ravenclaw. He's a Ravenclaw. What 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 are the differences? Hufflepuff sounds sweet and cute. No, yeah, I think Hufflepuff Slytherin is, sounds I think evil. Hufflepuff is like the stoners because they're like puff. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> but also sweet and cute. Stoners are sweet and cute. Ra Ravenclaw's like. Ravenclaw is analytical, like analytical intelligent, logical, yet impractical. Hmm, that's me. Uh, inquisitive, yep. creative, witty, wise, observers, more than... Pro I more feel like you're definitely a Ravenclaw. That's me, dude. 
interested in understanding things. Hell yeah, dude. They're not necessarily unemotional. Um, Say anything about taking steroids in there? Yeah, jacked. Um, Probably. <laughs> jacked. We'll take any means to get jacked. Oh, yeah, that's <laughs> me. Yeah, 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 that works. Hufflepuff is hardworking, determined. Can't wait, read that word. Wait, Loyal, he, keeps honest. five children in his basement? <laughs> <laughs> I don't have a basement. We're in Florida, dude. Yeah. Attic? No. Closet? I live in a condo. In his living room. Yeah, just right there, out there. <laughs> yeah. Hey, how come these wizards didn't use their powers to get jacked, though? There's a question. I feel like when the magic is real, I feel like that's kind of irrelevant. I yeah, yeah but you still want to, like, look cool. Well, like, I mean, yeah, like, at the time, Harry's, Harry's I mean, like, at the time, Voldemort was still out there, so, like, they're probably worried about that. <laughs> not, not getting jacked? Yeah. <laughs> I, feel like I feel like that's an easy spell. It's like a five-second spell, like, jacked. Boom, like, get jacked. Yeah, jacked. That's it. So that's a good question. You may have penis enlarging spells, too. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Almost definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at the point of magic, then, do you really even need a partner? I don't know. That good question, Ian. Good question. Uh, uh, I can't think of the word. All right. Yeah, so, you know, Walter White, chemistry uh-huh. teacher. Mm-hmm. He, uh, you know, yep. got mm-hmm. diagnosed with the whole cancer thing, and then he wanted to become a... Yes, Breaking Bad, yes. Yeah, do you think you could do that <laughs> if you had... If you knew what to do? Yeah. Do I think that I could sell meth? Like, secretly, like, make... be a teacher and, like, make crack? You could probably do that, yes. And I'm sure it has been done. Yes. At the meth level? At the level of Walter White, probably not, because he became like a drug lord. Yeah, but I'm saying with hard drugs like meth, or you think it's more of like a teacher and then dealing weed on the side? I think you could probably do it if you really wanted to. If you're committed to the cause of selling illegal drugs, you could probably get away with it. So realistically, you could really like increase your net worth. Pretty- I could a lot, yeah. But I'm how wasting would you, a lot how of would you time. launder the money? I don't know. You'd right. have to f- hire a money launderer. Buy a laundry mat. Or own a car wash. True. Yeah. There um, are a lot of things you can do to launder money according to, what's that other show? With Jason Better Bateman? Call Better Call Saul. No. The show with Jason Bateman, the one where he uh, works for the, the, the drug cartel and he's a money launderer. Darkos? No. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, I you know think- what I'm oh, Ozark. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ozark. That's a whole show about money laundering. That's a pretty good show, by the way. Yeah. yeah. All right, so my question kind of follows the Breaking Bad route. If you were in Breaking Bad, would you rather be crystal meth or a gun? If I was, would I rather be one yeah. of those things? Would you rather live as a crystal meth? <laughs> or live as a gun? Or, or live as a gun? I would rather live as, um, live as um, crystal meth. Why? Just, you know, at least gives people a little bit of happiness. Wait, what if it's, so, crystal meth or blue crystal meth? Gotta go with the blue. If you're <laughs> yeah. talking Breaking Bad, obviously. So, I have this thing, like, I've always thought about this. If I were, you know, Walter White, mm-hmm. I would put crystal meth and I would turn it red and try and make it look like Doritos, mm. and then I would sell it to kids. That's a great That's idea, a yeah. You sound awful. Yeah, but the money... Boom, sky. How, how does the money go up with children? Yeah, I mean, children don't have money. You just kill them all. God. Then you have customers. <laughs> and also, the they're eating right crystal more, meth. Like more money. Like, food? Yeah, more like money, food. more problems. <laughs> they're just cutting up their lungs, and at that point, little rocks. <laughs> yeah. I mean, not their lungs, their stomach. I feel like they would be able to like tell the difference, also. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Pretty quickly, when, when they realize it doesn't taste. Uh, it doesn't. Uh, I mean, whatever. Tomato, tomato. Yeah, good, good one, good one. If uh. Could God be a woman? Yes. But, but I would say God is genderless. So, when, but who wrote the Bible? A lot of people. 
Yeah, there's the Bible, a lot of different like, people who wrote the Bible what, and then translated is, the Bible. What do you think was the most reliable Bible? I don't know too much oh, about it. Rhyme. Yeah, that is a good rhyme, though. Reliable Bible. That's good. I don't know. What is the most reliable Bible? I don't know which one I grew up reading. Probably Jesus' Daily Journal. Yeah, the old Jesus' Journal. <laughs> That's a good one. Yeah. I grew up reading the Bible as like a but Catholic You know one kid, thing? Like, I'm not, I don't know how I feel about that kind of stuff. But like, Jesus committed so many sins, right? He like, no. I mean, his life is just a sin entirely. Why? Explain. Yeah, I don't really know. I don't really know. You just feel that? You can't But... The fuck, like, you just made a crazy statement. Yeah, and you couldn't back it up. You just couldn't back it up. No, I just felt like Mr. Walsh was going to agree with that. I No, I think Jesus was, like, a a good dude. I think that he... Probably. I think he did good things. No, man, really. I mean, that's the thing. But why do people, like, believe in... I mean, I, I don't really know. Why do they follow that if it's kind of, like, outdated? I mean, that's a good question, because we like tradition. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's kind of just like, you know, it's been in history for years now. Gives us something to believe in. There's, like, communities, entire communities that are rooted in their faith traditions, right? So, I mean, Christianity is a powerful, it's a powerful tool. Yeah, it is. For believing things. I mean, yeah, I guess. I don't really know how I feel about it. It's a tough topic. Are you not a religious person yourself, Robbie? I mean, religion, it's... I wouldn't say religion is more of a I believe in something. It's more of a thing that gets people together. Because that's like that's what that's the main use of it I would use for it because that sense it makes sense. No, I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. I would it's use community. It, yeah. Yeah. I would use it in my family to cuz I'm I don't really want to say religion out loud, but I would use it <laughs> What, what if I, you well, I'm not, about your religion? I'm proud. Proud Jew. <laughs> there it is. You put it on the table. You I'm, a, I'm a proud Jew, but I wouldn't. I don't necessarily believe in a lot of things, but I would definitely use it because I think it's a great community for my kids to grow up in. Yeah, that's totally fine. That's good. Yeah. Um, time to get to the serious questions. Yeah. Who's um, the biggest fish to fry? Who's the biggest fish to fry? <laughs> that's a really hard question to interpret. <laughs> I mean, it's just, yeah. I mean that's take it, take bird. it as you think. Take, take mm. it your way. I'm not gonna say anything because I don't want to incriminate myself. Would you say you're the biggest bird? No. But who's the biggest fish to fry? By who do you mean, like a single person? No, no, no. That's no, it. That's it. it. This, this is for you. Get. This, this is for you to. Don't ask the interviewee questions. Mm-hmm. We're asking the Jeff questions. Jeff Bezos. Mm. He's the biggest fish to fry. Yep. I'd probably say world hunger is the biggest fish to fry. <laughs> See, you interpret it differently. I interpret the who as an actual person. Yeah, I interpret it as an issue. Well, yeah. it's like saying, who do you think you are? Mm-hmm. I am. I am. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Pete Weber. All right. Rob Jackie. Okay, cool. Good job. <laughs> what, Great is job. The, what is the derivative of cosine 2x? <laughs> yeah. so that's the question I've been asking myself for a long time. And you can't yeah. help me? And I can't do it. It's negative sine uh, 2x squared uh, uh, 4x2. See, that's a classic. Yeah. I love that one. I hate math. Probably my favorite one. Yeah. And uh, how do you sleep at night knowing all those kids don't have food? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have a hard time sleeping at night knowing these things. Do you? Yeah, I do. Well, I feel like you're pretty rested. I don't sleep well. If you really cared about it, you just wouldn't sleep. I mean, you have if to you, sleep eventually. You've got to take care of yourself, man. You, yeah, but, be, but Even Buddha said that, man. Even Buddha said that. And Buddha knew all the suffering. Buddha bites. And Jesus. Jesus knew all the suffering, too, and he still slept. Yeah, do you, what, like, would you consider taking Buddha bites before bed to help you What sleep? is a Buddha bite? It's a... Uh, Medicinal marijuana? Yeah. <laughs> yes. No, I don't, I don't need to. To help you sleep? No, you but I'm, I'm sure who, it's very useful. It's a useful tool. Who is sleep? No, wait. Let me ask you this question. Mm-hmm. How do you dream? Hey, I'm oh. done with my question. Like, what do I dream of? No, who? How? Like, how do you dream? 
Like, what is the process of dreaming? There are people that could tell you this. <laughs> You're not the one? No, I'm not the one. I'm who not a sleep scientist. So, a lot of these questions, I felt like I didn't really get good answers. Mm-hmm. So, who do I ask? I mean, we have the internet, which is a really useful tool that no, has a no, lot of experts talking about You can't, you can't interview the stuff. internet, can you? No, you can't interview the internet, but I'm, I'm directing you towards some people who know things better than I do. Something about wisdom is that you know when you don't know anything, right? <laughs> so as an older man, I know that I don't know stuff. I'm not going to make it up and be like, oh, it's this. I don't have the answer for you, so I'm not going to tell you some bullshit, you know? Pretty humble. You're well within your means. You've got to be. No, you I'm gotta be talking humble. about people who are humble. They're uh-huh. not really humble. The only reason they act humble is to show, to actually boast to people about how humble they are. <laughs> it's wow. Really, it's really inception right that's there. That's a hot take. Yeah. How, how do you feel about it? That's, that's pretty good. Because who's the most humble man you know? The most humble man I know. Uh, I know a lot of humble men. But that, now that you're thinking about it, are you like... My dad is a very humble because, man. Because don't you feel like people who are too nice are actually just like fake? It depends. You can kind of read when someone is really yeah. nice to be nice and when someone is... Nice and fake, I think. I think it's the consistency. Yeah. Some people are, like, too nice and it's so off-putting because you, you can tell that it's an act and other people are really nice. Like, oh, there's so fear. are you calling Canadians fake? Uh, <laughs> no, I think Canadians, a lot of them are genuinely nice. At least to me. The ones that I've met have been really cool. But there are still asshole Canadians. Have you ever had beaver tail? No, I've never eaten it, but it looks delicious. What about poutine? I love poutine. Yeah, it's good. Okay. Yeah, poutine is good. Wouldn't you say? I never had poutine. Yeah, you should. A lot of uh, French Canadians in Hollywood, so uh, we can check out some poutine. Oh, you go to Terryville? Terryville. Uh, I have not, but I know that there's poutine there. Oh wait, didn't it close down? It moved. Yeah, it moved. Okay, there's a taco place there now that looks that is actually good. I've been there a couple times. What do you get at Jackson's? Hmm? What do you get at Jackson's? I've only been to Jackson's twice. You're and fake. I, you're a fake Floridian. I I'm not from here, man. I'm a New Englander. It was a. Uh, you like clam chowder? That's my favorite soup. Yeah. I mean, I like... A New England clam chowder. I like conch chowder. The milky... Yeah, conch chowder's good, too. You think clam chowder's better in the bread bowl? Like, the garlicky bread bowl? Or you think that's too much? It's better in the snow bowl? I mean, I love a bread bowl. You think I so? love a bread bowl. They're <laughs> delicious. Yeah. There's something going wrong with a bread bowl. Yeah. You, like, you can't fault a bread bowl. It's a bowl made of bread. I feel like it takes the attention away from the actual soup. True. Because it just looks so cool. And yeah, pretty. it looks cool. But, but I mean, the, at the end, when you have just the bread bowl soaked with the chowder, you get to eat that. Delicious. I mean, yeah, how can you? But if you just got a hunk of bread with a bowl of chowder, it would serve the same purpose. Yeah. What's a hunk better. of bread? Hunk of bread. What's the size? Hunk of bread. You know, just like a, I would say like a hand-sized hunk. It's like a hunk of bread. A crusty know? hunk of bread. What's the biggest hands you've ever seen? Uh, my friend, well, my friends Craig and Abrams are tied. They have the exact same size hands. They're probably a, double my hands. I have a tiny hand, but I have a large palm. Hey, me too. We have the same hand problems. Nice. Do you like holding hands with your fiance? Yes. Is yeah. it because of the share of oxytocin? Probably. How? I should know. Was that going to be an inappropriate question? Yeah, I don't want to ask yeah, you. Yeah, well, you guys were talking about like eating things. Mm-hmm. Um, would you ever eat raw liver and raw testicles for like, lifting? <laughs> <laughs> for lifting, there is no benefit to eating raw well, liver I mean, and raw you've testicles. Seen the, the liver king. He, yeah. You so. know what else helped him? Boatload of Tren and HG. Well, yeah, I, I, that's why. But, like, I that's asked what I think that, you do. Yeah. Similar. He doesn't admit Because we're similar, we're not similar. <laughs> do you also shit without wiping because that's just a natural way? What kind of questions are these? Pri- it's primal, so like. Yeah, yeah. it's super primal, if, yeah. If, <laughs> if that's primal, what's secondary? Um, it's primary, secondary, not primal, secondary. <laughs> 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 
I mean, that's a good question, though. That's primal, what's secondary? That's you know? good. So no, I wouldn't eat those things because they're gross. Although I used to eat a little bit of liver from time to time when I was when I had less money and I couldn't human really liver? afford other meat. Not human liver, no. no. Cow liver. Raw? No, I cooked it. Oh. With little potatoes. What kind of potatoes? It doesn't taste good. Portobello? Sure it doesn't. Liver is not mushrooms? Delicious. Yeah, they're delicious. I love portobello yeah. mushrooms. You ever had narcotic mushrooms? I refuse to answer that question. <laughs> so that means yes. Yeah, I'll cut that. That's fine. Because you got to keep it a little PG. What's, what would you say is your biggest... For how many of your viewers, bro? 30? 67? All four. What would you say your biggest, like... When you, you have your own podcast, if you mm-hmm. want to promote it. Mm-hmm. Fat guy, Jack guy, yeah. Check out their Patreon. That's where they get really into it, I've heard. We do. <laughs> I, heard, I heard you guys have, like, heated discussions, like... Yeah, we have a very well-researched, well-produced uh, little podcast. Well, this is a little. This is ginormous. So uh-huh. it's a little. I, huh? I mean, I'm good. If you Maybe viewers per episode. I don't know. I know. I'm gonna stop. Oh, thank you guys. Thank you, Mr. Walsh. Hey, no problem. Thank you. That's thirty yeah. minutes. I have voices in my head. They count for me. They understand. They talk to me.